0: This is part one in our new series, Navigate the Pandemic Together. Today, we're talking about our new normal.
1: There's a quote from Robin Sharma that talks about this and he says, as you move outside of your comfort zone, What was once unknown and frightening becomes your new normal. Mm -hmm. So true as we're navigating this pandemic. And as we start today's show, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage has experienced growth or transformation. And this hug comes from an email that we received that says, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for the work that you do. I'm so thankful that God brought us to you guys in the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast because about two years ago, my wife and I were not on good terms. Wow! Although the D word was never thrown out there or even discussed, we both started wondering what life would look like without each other. Mm. That is when I knew I needed to make a change. I found the podcast one day and asked my wife to listen to it. We were not living our best lives at the time, so she was extremely reluctant to, sh- to listen to a show about sex, love, and commitment. She thought I was only looking for the sex part. God has used you guys and your podcast to speak to us and heal us from all of the pain and disconnect my wife and I were facing. Thank you just doesn't seem to be enough. Keep going on and saving marriages. Mm. Thank you. And we love you guys too.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it when couples come come around, they find it, they start listening and they see something and then they can, they start adjusting. There's Mm -hmm. breakthrough that begins to happen. There's one step at a time, like looking at different areas. So well to you. What's the word I want to well say? Well done you guys. Okay. That's it.
1: Well, and I think what's so telling about that especially as we jump into this new series is that they chose to do it together. And you know, I, I those of you that have been listening for a while, yes, we know that we did a show a couple of weeks ago on Marriage in the Coronavirus Pandemic. That was the title of the show. But in this very fluid situation, what what was we were expecting two weeks ago you know two three weeks ago when we released that show and where we are today has dramatically changed and it's changed our lifestyles. It's changed how we're doing things. And, you know, most of the United States is under some sort of stay at home or shelter in place. And and we know that we have folks listening to the show all over the world in different countries and they're facing the exact same thing. And we realized as we started seeing this, you know, spread out and what that was looking like, that we, we needed to address this in more depth. We needed to go deeper into this area of, you know, how do you navigate this pandemic together? Because there are situations That are coming to the surface that need to, they need attention. They need to be focused on. And we're going to be, we're getting behind these microphones around this series for one very one singular goal. And that's to equip every couple that listens to the show with the tools they need to not only understand one another better during this season of the pandemic, but to come out stronger together Mm -hmm. on the other side of it, because, you know. In, a, in an ever changing situation and over the last few weeks, you know, many of us have gotten word that our school districts, if you have school age kids, our school districts are, you know, our kids are going to be home for the foreseeable future. And many of them have already been told we're just going to be doing online distance learning for the remainder of the school year right? Mm-hmm. We're not even opening our campuses. There are people all over the world that are dealing with very specific curfews on when they can be out of their homes and specific shopping hours. The, the things that we always took for granted about being on the grocery store shelves are gone. You know, here in California, and I'm sure in a lot of places, uh, you know, around the world. You know, we're being told that our parks are closed and our trails are closed and, and here in California our beaches are closed and you know all of these things that, that we are so used to having flexibility to do what we want, when we want, go where we want. And for many of you, you know, the closure of your non essential workplace, mm-hmm. whatever that means, is it's creating concern around the area of finance. We know that's happening. We know that many of you that are essential workers are dealing with the reality of, I've got to be out of my home every day and potentially exposed to this, especially if you're in uh, around healthcare.
0: Or anywhere though too. I mean, I was even seeing, you know, some folks that are, you know, a Home Depot per se, which is Mm -hmm. considered essential because of what they provide. And, you know, workers there going, Hey, this isn't your walk in the park. Like, like we're, we're here working because we need to be open in the event something happens to your home or commercial building or the restaurant or whatever it may be. And yet, Hey, the less exposure, the better.
1: I was actually at Home Depot the other day and they all have um, placards on their name tags okay. or on their aprons that say something to the effect of, please keep your social distance or something, you okay. know, six feet. And so, so we're seeing that we're seeing it at the grocery store, like all of these things are happening and, and, and our calendars by and large have never been more empty. Right. If if you you know,
0: I would say they're more empty in terms of extracurricular, the like, stuff you have to go out and do. R- correct. Like mm-hmm. you know, taking the kids to sports or to and from school or going to and from church or whatever it may be. In that sense, I think that's what where the calendar is more empty.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and for a lot of families, you have you know that that dream of having everybody sit around you know for the dinner table.
0: That's that's a truth. Th-
1: that's becoming a reality, and they're mm-hmm. also there for breakfast, and they're there for lunch, and you know many people are juggling having a spouse who is in an essential business, and what does that look like in terms of intimacy and germs, and and how do we deal with that? And and Zoom has become like you know we've been Tony and I have been using Zoom for years I used mm-hmm. use Zoom for all my coaching calls but Zoom has become like ubiquitous with FaceTime and things like that it, it is everybody zooms now because mm-hmm. it's being used for work and for school and just because and and these words that up until you know a few weeks ago or a few months ago depending on where you were words like social distancing and quarantine and masks words that we didn't use at all have now become you know like you can't go a day you probably can't go an hour without either seeing something posted or hearing someone talk and using at least one of those words. Right. And what all of this together means is that we have we have this new normal. But most of us, and we've talked about this a lot on the show over the years, most of us are creatures of habit.
0: Yes. Oh, gosh, yes.
1: Well, because we like our routines. Like we like knowing that we have to be at a certain place at a certain time every day. We like knowing that we can, you know, go to this grocery store and be able to pick this up or or do a Costco run and they're always going to have what we need on the shelves. We like knowing that, you know, our family members have, you know, like they're, especially those of you that have kids in school that, you know, you're not, you weren't currently homeschooling um, prior to this. You like knowing that they leave in the morning and they come back at some point in time during the day. Like somebody leaves, they come back. Mm -hmm. We like having our regular freedom and not having any of that can actually leave us feeling really just out of sorts and untethered. And, you know, to the point where, you know, Tony and I've had this conversation a few times over the last few weeks where, you know, it's not uncommon for one of us to be like, well, wait, what's today? Yeah. What, what days? I actually saw a meme yesterday that said, you know, something to the effect of, remember when we were kids and we had the underwear with the days on the week on it? It would be really <laughs> helpful to have that right now. And I thought, you know what? There's some truth to that. You just mm. got to make sure you start on the right day. But, and that's that's making light and having some fun at the situation and and partly we need to do that. Like we do need to laugh. We do need to look at these things that that we can say okay, hold on. What is going on? And that's that's what I want to say first and foremost as we you know are doing this show around having a new normal, take a deep breath. Because some of us have been so caught up in what we're seeing on the media and all the news reports and social media and things like that that we've actually to some extent stopped breathing.
0: Mm.
1: And we're out of this place, just like that quote was talking about, you know, stepping out of our comfort zone into a place that, that feels unknown and frightening. And that that's kind of the world we're living in right now. There are a lot of unknowns and it can feel frightening. You can, I mean, if you if you listen to the news for any extended period of time, you can get scared out of your mind. That's why when we did the marriage and the coronavirus pandemic, we told you all, turn off the TV yeah. if it's too much
0: for you. Or... And even right now where we're at is only allow it for a certain amount of time. Maybe it's in the beginning day. Maybe it's the end of the day. Maybe it's in the middle of the day, wherever it is best for you, but limit yourself to gathering your information and moving on because Mm -hmm. truly uh, there is a new normal. And are you going to allow that to infiltrate you consistently, or are you going to only allow little bits of it in so that way you can process it? And understand what you're working through. Because believe me, we're doing the same thing here. And I would I would be lying if I said that this isn't impacting me or how I, I see things right now. Mm-hmm. I, I would honestly be lying. It, do I believe that we're going to come out of this? Yes, I, I do. And yet there are still times when you, you're you going, holy, cr- holy crud, man. Like Elisa, like the routine part of it just got out of our routine for a while. And, and that really started, you know, impacting me and, and how I was approaching my day and looking at life in general. And so having to get back into that, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I'm going to do to stay focused.
1: And that's why we've got to take stock of, of what we do know. And the first thing is that you are not in this place by yourself it can feel like it because we're all being told to stay in our homes and so that can feel very isolating but but there are things in this that you can control and there are strategies that you can implement and you can actually you know, stop and and give yourself permission to think what if this was one of the biggest gifts that our marriage and family will ever receive mm. right what if because what i'm seeing with a lot of people is that we keep we keep looking back over our shoulders. You keep looking back and you're like, well, yeah, but this is how I used to do things. Right? Like I, I'm frustrated that I can't do this. And, and I live and I've done it too, where I'm like, Oh, like how can there not be any toilet paper for like three weeks? We're still okay. We're still okay. Like I tell my kids every day, we're still okay. But, but that's a fr- source of frustration because I used to just be able to like roll out whatever and buy toilet paper. I used to know that my kids were going and, and I can stay in that place of just looking back over my shoulder and being frustrated or collectively we can get to this, make this decision that, you know what, what can we do now? right? How do we make the circumstances that are somewhat out of our control? How do we make them work for us? How do we become solution-centered instead of problem-centered? And and that question on the surface that you may be like, well, but at that's not easy. I will agree with you.
0: Can, can I say one thing? I, I picked up one of my routines is reading a book every morning, mm-hmm. right? I, I sort of got lost in this whole thing and was missing it. And so Pulled out a book a couple of days ago called QBQ. We've mentioned this mm-hmm. years ago. The question behind the question: practicing personal accountability at work and in life. And I will tell you, no better time than now. I, I, I picked it up a, again a few days ago, and it and it, it allowed me to just go, okay, am I am I playing victim here, or am I going to take some personal responsibility mm, for what good. for what I. Can handle and what I can control. And so fantastic book. If it's a book that you think you need for for yourself or maybe even for your organization right now, because of where you're at for your business, for your company, go to one extraordinary com slash QBQ. I'll also have a link in the episode notes. Fantastic book. Grab it.
1: Well, and I want to let y'all in on a little secret and that's the sooner you and your spouse get on the same team with navigating this pandemic together, the sooner you're going to be able to take a stand against this problem and how it's threatening, you know, our kids, our marriage, our, our, all of these things. And you get to this place where because you're on the same team, you actually get to make a plan. And that's what we need to do. We need to have a game plan to navigate the pandemic together. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. One Skin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. One Skin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support their show and tell them we sent you. So the first thing in, in creating this plan is that you actually have to give yourself permission to grieve the loss of your old normal. Mm. And, and you know that's, that may seem a little bit weird and you may be like, but at least I'm not feeling any grief. And, your grief is one of those emotions that isn't always like, you know, broken down, sobbing, you know, just the ugly cry, right? right? You can grieve. You can find yourself a little more irritable. You can find yourself lamenting the things that you didn't have. And and it's, you know, even asking yourself, you know, what, what am I missing out on? Right? What are my kids missing out on? Your kids may actually be grieving the fact that that they don't get to spend time with their friends because Zoom is not the same as hanging out at the lunch tables or the playground. Um, You know, what are the inconveniences? What are you having to to grieve the loss of just being able to do? And what in your life feels really uncertain right now? It's okay to to give yourself permission to grieve. The only caveat I'm going to put on that as you're creating your plan is like, let's not park in the land of grief. Mm -hmm. do so give you like understand that you have these emotions and you have to you have to express them and you have to let them out but it's not like a well I've just now put my feet in cement in the land of grief it's just it's an experience it's not a you know it's not a permanent thing secondly as part of your plan you have to start identifying those things that you can control now, I know a lot of you have, we know a lot of families in the one family have kids and kids at home, and you're now moved into this like whole crisis homeschooling thing or, or you know, quarantine schooling, as I, I like to affectionately call it. Cause, I'm not speaking crisis over my life. This is a quarantine school situation. So you can control what time your kids start school. You can control if they're sitting at the kitchen table or they're doing it in their bed. Like there are still things that you can control. I saw one family um, on Facebook where the mom said, you're not doing school in your jammies. Mm -hmm. Like she's like, you're going to get up and you're going to show up for school. And and that means no more jammies for you.
0: And and in this, I, I have a, this whole quarantine schooling, I have a really specific feeling towards this, and I do, because none of us were expecting to do this. And so now we are, and we need to give ourselves grace and don't hold ourselves to this standard of like, we're the chemistry teacher now, and the math teacher who's teaching math that None of us ever even took or understand. Maybe, maybe not everybody. I mean, many of you are amazing engineers and statisticians and all that. And yet, for many of us, we may have taken it, but how many years ago was it? Hello. We're not English professors. So give yourself some grace in this time. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn. They're going to grow up. They're going to do okay. They're going to succeed. It, it, it's okay if it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. Ours is learning that it's actually even nicer to be home like this because you can get the work done in, you know, two to three hours instead of spending a full day at school listening to teachers. So for those then let them run with it, man, like they figured out the system Mm -hmm. and sometimes understanding the system is part of the battle that you got to face. So I I just want to put that on you though. Like you didn't pick this mantle up there. there are, And and I'm going to give a big prop to all our homeschooling folks and, and families, because what you do pick up and what you've chosen to do for your families is absolutely heroic at times, I will say, <laughs> because many of you who we have talked to don't have just one or two kids going through. You have multiple kids. Like you, you got, you have an actual classroom going on. You have right. five kids in different grades and you've chosen to do this. So those of us who aren't, Hey, it's Okay they're going to be okay. Mm
1: -hmm. And and schooling is just one area where you can, you can control what that looks like. You can control if every night now is family movie night and you don't have to wait till Fridays. You can control how you you know, set up your work from home environment, you can control what you're turning to for enrichment when, you know, you're not like running here, there and everywhere. So are you listening to new podcasts? Are you doing online classes? I mean, good grief, everybody and their brother right now in a really great way is offering online classes and they're, you know, reduced thing. I mean, you could be learning everything in this season. Are you tuning into church? Are you, are you listening to worship? Like, what are you doing to enrich yourself? And and the last thing that You know, and this is not the last thing, but before I go on to the next one, you can control how you and your spouse connect during this time. Yeah. I was actually having a conversation with a few wives earlier today and talking about the fact that with all these schedules, they've kind of forgotten in light of everything else that's going on. Oh, yeah, I need to make time for my husband because now we're homeschooling and the kids are staying up later so they don't get up earlier. And so you can actually say, you know what? Hold on. We're going to make time for us. And that's really what gets in, you know, it's part of your plan when you start looking at what you can control, then you can start making a list of what you can do.
0: And even for us, making sure that, hey, we're hugging on each other, that we're loving on each other, that we're holding hands. I'm going to make sure that we are doing that. So that way we are staying connected during this time.
1: I, and I actually have to give myself props because we were in the kitchen last night and I thought Tony was going to mention it right there, but I'm going to toot my you own do. horn. I came into the kitchen and I like grabbed, wrapped my arms around him and grabbed him and planted a big kiss. And you would have thought that he was going to fall over because he was in so much shock.
0: Mm-hmm. But that I is, can control that. Is, that. Right. That, and that is not Elisa's normal every day. It, it just, it isn't. Um... And so when she did do it, yeah, I was, I was a little like, Whoa, what's going on here? You know? And and yet we still have to know that, Hey, we're working, we're working together. The kids are here that we still need to make sure that we are getting that time. And not only in bed, but other times, like it it doesn't have to be sexual. Just the, the cuddling up on the couch or the holding hands outside while we're getting some sunshine on our face is vital.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, call it quarantine romance. I don't care what you call it. I mean, just do it. Do it. Hashtag quarantine romance. I know. I think we're gonna start that. I think we're (laughs) one extraordinary Uh, marriage. Quarantine romance. Somebody will start, you know, putting that out on social. But you're in this place of what, you know, I can control these things. So what can I do? Like let's not be in this place of, well, you know, I can't do this now and I can't do that, or or you know, all of that. Let's get into a place of saying, hold on. This is our plan. And this is what we can do. Do you now get the privilege, the luxury of sleeping in a little bit longer because your commute is five feet down the hallway from one bedroom to another? Like how nice is that to get a little extra sleep if you aren't having to leave your home because you've been told to work from home? Do you get to spend more time with your teenagers because they can't go anywhere? I will tell you that in the last few weeks, and yes, I know it can feel really confining with having everybody home, but can you look at that time? Can you make the choice in this new normal that that you're like, well, what is it like to have conversations with my kids to find out what they're passionate about to not just be, you know, I mean, I'm watching Tony and Alex wrestle. Well, Alex beat up on his dad, you know, he's just bigger. It's that's all it is.
0: Yeah, and it's it's different from a mom's view to, to a dad's view. It's completely different. To me, it's like I'm ready for him to be out lifting again, doing. Oh his yeah, thing. no, I agree. So, and, and every parent's going to have a different a different connection during this time with their kids, even. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there are times when. I'm having some good ones with them, and other times when hey, w- we're working and we got to get stuff done, and they got to do their schoolwork. So go do it. Uh, I'm not not here having to entertain you every moment of the day. That's not what I'm called to do. You know, you, you're you're old enough in this, and we situation. have older kids. Yeah, yes. we have older kids. So, but even even younger kids of being able to to color and do things. I think even when our kids were younger, there are times when I would just be like, go play, mm-hmm. like you're seven, eight years old. Go, go entertain yourself, man. Like what we used to do when we grew up. Like, even if we were at home, we used to build these massive forts. We would tear apart our rooms and we'd have forts that like to no end. I and saw- Mom and dad weren't sitting in my room going, Hey, Tony, let me see what you're doing there. And, and making sure everything was done properly. They'd, they'd walk in and be like, Holy cow. You guys are just, you guys are going at it. And there'd be like me and my buddies doing that, you know?
1: I saw the best picture the other day Um, somebody posted on Facebook that their kids had been, um, building these towers out of like the red solo cups, you know, like, Ooh, cool. cause they, yeah. part, they host a lot of parties and whatnot. And so they just, they gave their kids the red solo cups. And so instead of building blocks, it was, you know, five foot tall towers of, you know, cool. cups, nice you know, like go. get creative about that. Can, can this be the year that you say, you know what, instead of talking about spring cleaning, like we're going to make this happen because we got nothing but time on the weekends right? That's what we started to do. Our, our first floor, our garage, never been cleaner.
0: Mm-hmm. Our first floor is actually pretty clean too.
1: That's, yes, I said first floor garage. Oh, I thought you said garage. garage. Both. Okay. Both. But, you know, that was one of the things that, that we could do because we talk about it every year, but there's always something else on the calendar that seems much more important and desirable. But are you tackling those home projects Are you saying, you know what, yes, the Home Depot people, I will stand six feet away from Home Depot or Lowe's employees because I want them to also be safe, but I'd love to get a few projects done. Yo, can you have those at-home date nights? Can you choose to say, you know what, we are going to quarantine romance, my new hashtag, and we're going to do at-home date nights because we can't go out anyhow and we can't, you know, Nothing's open late, so we just got to do takeout at home. We come home. Are, are you playing games with your spouse? Are you like, what can you do? We have to be shifting away from everything that we feel like we've lost, and, and step into you know what seems unknown and frightening, and say, hold on a second hold on, if this is going to be our temporary normal, and that's what I'm calling it, because I do believe we're going to come out on the other side of this and there will be a more definitive new normal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but, but we're in a space and time that we don't know how long it's going to last. We, we don't. I, I would love to say this was going to be done April 30th, but I, I have no scientific knowledge to be able to back that up. But in this place, what are you going to create as the normal normal for your marriage so that the two of you are saying, hold on, we are doing this together. We are a team and we're going to make the best of this. We're going to make memories in this season that maybe we wouldn't have had the opportunity to to do in the past. We're going to, you know, those creative ideas that you've been sitting on because, oh, you know what? Someday we'll have time. Someday we'll be able to sit down and talk this through. Maybe this is your someday. Maybe in this normal season of of creating a new normal, this is your time to really just get out there and say, what is this going to look like? This is going to actually be, and I am going to speak this all over you, that this is going to be a season of time that is marked by the greatest innovations, not just in in business and, and in schooling and things like that, but the greatest innovations in terms of marriage. It's going to lead, this pandemic is going to lead to unprecedented creativity. Those things that have just kind of been rumbling in your brains, they're going to come out and they're going to be unleashed. And I truly believe that there will be a wave of marriages that are going to be stronger than ever because couples, are saying, you know what? I'm going to embrace this normal and we are going to make the best of it.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love how you ended there. And um, really, I think that's where we're going to end it. It's our new normal. And you know what? In life and in marriage, we're going to go through new normals time and time again. It may not be a pandemic, it may be a lost job, it may be a lost child, it may be a lost home, it may be new opportunities that come your way, a new business, a new job, a a, a new gosh, just new revelation. There's always going to be new normals and how are we going to step into that and how are we as extraordinary marriages going to live this out together? So you guys got this and we're believing for you. We're going to press in for you. Hey, we're going through all of our own stuff, but you know what? At the end of it, we know that our new normal is just the beginning because there's more to come. Hey, join us next week for part two and navigate the pandemic together as we jump into introverts and extroverts. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week.